0: I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started today, I want to give a shout-out to Henry and Hannah from Los Angeles. They have submitted some impressive drawings of colorful gloop soldiers. You can see those at kidstoriespodcast.com. Thank you, Henry and Hannah, for those drawings, and thanks for listening. I also want to give a shout-out to Hazel and Azalea from Austin, Texas. They have shared some excellent drawings of tree beasts with us, so head over to the website and check those out as well. Thanks for those drawings, Hazel and Azalea, and thanks for listening, you two. Today's story takes place at the academy, when one of the students tries to skirt the rules about no pets. Mallory and Calvin were out walking Chewy when they heard barking. Chewy heard it too. His head snapped to look in the direction of the barks. They all turned to see Goose, the Kid Wizard, walking back to the academy with a new friend jumping at his heels. Chewy barked a response and ran to meet the small brown dog walking with goose. The dogs sniffed each other and walked circles around each other and then took off running and jumping in the academy front yard. You got a dog? asked Mallory in surprise. Yeah. Well, Not exactly, though. I mean, I was down fishing at Lake Winnipesaukee, and it just came around, and I fed it a little bit of my lunch, and he's been following me around ever since, said Goose. Oh, man, him and Chewy are like best friends, said Calvin. Look at them play. The dogs were chasing each other and nuzzling each other and crashing into each other, generally just having the time of their cute little dog lives. Yeah, said Goose. I I think I'll name him Buster. Seems like a suitable name. Well, began Mallory, I mean, are you going to try and keep him, you know? Because Professor Pilsen says no pets and everything. Well, he made an exception for Chewy, said Goose. I'm sure he'll make an exception for Buster, too. Mallory and Calvin gave each other a look fairly certain that Professor Pilsen would not let any student keep a pet at the academy, let alone another dog. Goose stayed outside, watching Chewy and Buster play while he cleaned the fish he caught. It didn't take long for Professor Pilson to come outside and notice the new dog. "'It appears as though Chewy has made a new friend,' he said. Goose didn't see Pilson at first, and he was a bit startled.' Oh, hey, yeah, yeah, they're like best friends. They've been playing for a while now, said Goose. And where does this new dog live? I imagine his owners will be missing him soon. Oh, well, um, it's like I think he's a stray. He doesn't have a collar or anything. He's pretty skinny, so I don't think he's had anyone to feed him in a while, said Goose. I was thinking maybe we could... You know, or I could take care of him here at the academy. Chewy is the only pet allowed here at the academy, said Pilsen. If we allow you to have a pet, then we must allow every student to have a pet, and then the academy smells like a pet shop, and we spend all of our money on animal food and vet bills. But, Professor Pilsen, Buster is welcome to visit the academy. But he is not to go inside, and he is not going to live here. Understood? Understood, mumbled Goose. Goose began to feel a bit frustrated and jealous. How could they only allow one dog? If Mallory and Calvin could have a dog, it wasn't fair that he couldn't. Goose wondered if there was a way to convince Pilsen that Buster should stay. Maybe if he taught Buster tricks or made Buster useful somehow. In spite of Professor Pilsen's stern answer to his request, Goose was convinced that, that there was a way for him to keep Buster at the academy. Later that night, Goose snuck Buster into his room at the academy. Buster was quiet, and no one noticed. Unfortunately, sometime during the night, little Buster made a mess on Goose's bedroom floor. Goose awoke to an unpleasant smell. Aw, Buster, he said. You pooped on the floor. That's gross. Waking up to a pile of dog poop is not the best way to start your day. But Goose just figured he would need to train Buster a little bit, and then he'd be fine. Well, the next two weeks went about the same. Goose would sneak Buster into his room at night. Buster would make a mess on the floor somewhere and Goose would have to clean it up. No matter how much Goose trained him, Buster just kept peeing and pooping inside. It's hard enough to keep a dog a secret when they're housebroken; It's nearly impossible when they keep peeing and pooping everywhere. By this time, Goose's best friend Arlo knew about Buster. "'You know, Goose,' said Arlo, "'you can't keep this up for much longer. "'Someone's gonna find out, and then everyone will know, "'and then you'll get in trouble.'" You know, said Goose, I've been thinking about that too, Arlo, and I've got a solution to my problem. I've been working on a spell that I'm going to cast on Buster here that will make his, you know, disappear. What? said Arlo. You've made a disappearing poop spell? That's crazy. Does it even work? I'm pretty sure it'll work, man, said Goose. In fact, I already cast the spell on Buster just this morning. And think of it, if this spell works, then Buster will be needed for observations. Pilsen will have to let me keep him here at the academy to gather further data for studying the new spell. Well, it sounds... I mean, I hope the spell works, Goose, but if it doesn't, I think you just need to find a new home for Buster, you know? Said Arlo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally, you're right, said Goose, but I'm pretty sure this spell will work. Later the next morning, Goose stepped out of bed, half expecting there to be some Buster mess on the floor of his bedroom again. Instead, his feet hit the floor, and he saw that his rug was perfectly clear of doggy-do. He did smell something, though, but after searching around the room for a minute and finding nothing, he figured Buster was probably just gassy. He clipped on Buster's leash and went outside for the day. In fact, Goose was so confident that his spell worked, he went straight to Professor Pilson to tell him the news. "Professor Pilson, listen. I know you said that Buster can't stay in the academy, but I must tell you that I've cast a spell on him and it's important that I keep him under close observation to gather the necessary data." Goose said. Professor Pilson frowned. I don't appreciate you forcing my hand here, Goose. However, what spell are you referring to? I'm glad you asked, Professor. You see, I spent a few days studying, and I think I've created a spell that will... Well, I think it will disappear his poo. And his pee, said Goose. I see. Well, In that case, you may keep Buster here in the academy for observation for one week. After that, we will review the effectiveness of this spell and determine the future housing situation for Buster here, Professor Pilsen said, and then he turned and walked away. Goose knelt down to Buster and ruffled his fur. You hear that, boy? Just one week of disappearing poops and you'll officially have a new home. For the rest of the day, Buster enjoyed freely wandering the halls of the academy. The other students loved having another dog to play with, and Buster certainly loved all the attention. And all the while, Goose didn't even bother taking Buster outside to go potty. What was the point? He thought. It'll just disappear. Goose figured everything was going to plan. He did think it odd that his room still smelled a bit like doggy do when he went to bed, but decided that Buster probably just needed a bath. The next day, it was more of the same. Buster running the halls and playing with the students, getting more belly rubs than ever before. Goose stayed close by and confirmed that none of his business could be seen anywhere. Unfortunately, other students were finding that the smell did seem to linger. In fact, later that day, Goose and Buster turned a corner, and found a pair of students, Juniper and Holly, holding their socks in their hands and looking down at the hardwood floor. "'Wait! Stop! Don't come over here!' said Juniper. "'Something's wet, and it... it smells... like pee.'" She made a face as she held her soggy socks out as far away from her as she could. Goose looked at the floor and saw nothing wet. It was a mystery... Because their socks were certainly soggy. And they certainly smelled like pee, but there was no liquid on the floor at all. Well, it could be that Chewy had an accident and your socks soaked it all up, said Goose. I'm, I'm sure you've heard, but Buster's potties disappear. No mess. Pretty cool, huh? Anyway, sorry about those pee socks. See you later. Goose turned and left the two girls in the hallway with their strange mess. Juniper turned to Holly. Chewy has never made a mess in the academy, though. Not even when they first arrived. It couldn't be Chewy. Holly just shrugged her shoulders. All I know is this is gross and I want to get cleaned up right now. So the girls cleaned up their socks and their feet. This continued on for three more days, and eventually the smell of dog mess was forcing students to open windows and leave doors propped open. Most students were either staying in their rooms or staying outside. And then it happened. Goose and Buster were strolling around the halls, and they heard a deep voice yell, Goose! Goose perked up. He knew exactly who that was. He cautiously walked to the source of the sound only to see Professor Pilsen walking toward him, holding his own shoe in one hand. "'Goose, there is doggy-doo on my shoe,' said Pilsen, holding out his shoe so Goose could see the bottom. But there was nothing there. Goose was confused. Uh, "'But, Professor, there, there's nothing there. It's just your shoe.' "'Please humor me, young wizard.' said Pilsen, straining to remain calm, see for yourself and touch the bottom of my shoe. By now there was a small group of students standing nearby watching this exchange. Goose reached out and ran his hand down the bottom of Pilsen's shoe. While there was nothing there to see, he certainly felt something. Does that feel like poo? asked Pilson. "'Well, uh, I guess it could be, or or maybe it's just something that feels similar to—' "'Does it smell like poo?' interrupted Pilsen. "'Well—' "'There was no way around this one. It certainly smelled like doggy dew.' "'Yes, I guess something smells like dew. It could have been chewy. Maybe he pooped somewhere around—' "'Goose, your spell did not make anything disappear. It only made things invisible.' Pilsen stopped talking and let that sink in for a bit. Goose began to think about it, and it made complete sense. The way everything in the academy was kind of smelling, and, and that would certainly explain his room smelling, and... Then Goose began to consider that this had been going on for days, nearly an entire week. His eyes got wide as he realized that the halls of the academy were most certainly filled with buster's invisible poops and pee's you are responsible for these messes and you need to get started cleaning them up immediately said professor pilsen but well but they're invisible how will i find began goose imagining the task of finding and cleaning a week's worth of invisible dog mess Pilsen reached out and gently took Buster's leash from Goose. "'I will escort our little Buster outside while you get started. "'And when you're finished there, "'you need to begin searching for a new home for our poopy little friend here.' "'Buster looked up and barked happily at Professor Pilsen, "'completely unaware of what was really going on. "'Yes, sir,' said Goose, feeling completely deflated. It ended up taking Goose two full days to finally clean up all of Buster's messes. And if there's one thing worse than cleaning up doggy messes, it's cleaning up invisible doggy messes. The end. Thanks for listening, everyone. As usual, you can head over to the website to see all the extra content that is released on Patreon, and you can see any you can send any questions or drawings to me at kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.